0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today I am here with Brenda Ridgely, and she's going to be talking all about deepening friendships for your well-being. You are listening to Creating Wellness From Within, a podcast devoted to helping you live your best life through self-care and wellness. In each episode, we strive to offer you actionable advice and tools to help you with your journey towards greater personal wellness. I am your host, Amy Zellmer. I am editor-in-chief of Minnesota Yoga and Life magazine and the Brain Health magazine. Additionally, I've published four books on the topic of brain injury and concussion. I am passionate about all things yoga, wellness, photography, travel, and all things glittery. You can learn more about me at creatingwellnessfromwithin.com. Today, I am here with Brenda Ridgely, and she is an author, speaker, and girlfriend guru who loves helping women connect, find success, and discover joy through friendships. She holds an MA in human resources and has spent decades cultivating her own tribe. In her spare time, Brenda enjoys hiking in the Rocky Mountains and creating memories with her family and girlfriends. Welcome to the podcast, Brenda. So happy to have you here. Amy, thank you so much for having me. What an honor. I really appreciate this
1: opportunity. Thank you.
0: And what a fun topic to be talking about today. Um, Not something that has come up on the podcast before. And, you know, it is, it's really important to have those deep, meaningful relationships, um, you know, outside of your family. Uh, so I'm real excited to hear what you have to share with us. So I'll just kind of let you um, jump in wherever you'd like. Okay, gosh.
1: I think it is so important, Amy. Um, you know, we are in such a socially disconnected environment these days. Our culture right. has been separated not only by, well, back in 2018, there was a study done on loneliness and it, sh- it shared that, you know, about two out of five people say that they are lonely or feel that people r- really don't understand them. And just imagine how we are now post, you know, 2020, 2021 now. And we have been told to socially distance and we have been told to, Mm -hmm. you know, stay apart and do things virtually. And we literally have a virtual option for everything, don't we? Mm -hmm. Um, We can date online, we can work (laughs) from home. We can have meetings online. We, you know, social media uh, takes up more time than we care to admit most of the time. And it, we find ourselves with out there with hundreds, if not thousands of friends, but very few people who truly know what's going on in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And I found myself in that situation um, back, gosh, it's been about five years ago and my children who are now um, 19 and 22, um, they were just in, in high school and I had kind of deep dived into all things family as a mom. I think that's what we do and I had over the period of a decade or more kind of let go of my own interests and my own activities and my own friendships. You know, not to say I didn't have friends, but I just didn't give them the time—the time in my calendar anymore. They just didn't make the cut, so they hadn't moved forward for quite some time. And I found myself kind of freaking out a little bit about what was I going to do once these kids went off to college? Who am I, you know? And who, where did I go? <laughs> and you know, I—I I, I came to the conclusion that. I had done just that. I didn't have anything of my own anymore that brought me joy outside of my family unit. So I started intentionally. Going out and connecting with women. Some of the friendships that I had ha- had in the past that I really liked, and I thought of them as friends, but I hadn't given them much time to go deeper with. I started scheduling, you know, one-on-one coffee, happy hour, lunch, whatnot. And over a period of years, I built a little a tribe of women of about you know five women and myself that uh, of people who knew what was going on in my life. And I knew what was going on in their life. And it absolutely changed the trajectory of my life. I started believing in me again. Um, I I kind of had lost my self-confidence and where I fit in. I knew where I fit in again and I knew where I belonged and it gave me the courage to break out and do some crazy things like that I had never considered before. Um, For example, I was invited to be a contestant in the Mrs. Colorado America pageant (laughs) last year, never been in a pageant before, but I was kind of like of the mindset, why not anymore? And uh, you know, it, it led me to write a book and now to speak before people stuff that I would have never been probably courageous enough to do before because I just didn't believe in me. So I truly believe in my heart that uh, our connections are reflections of who we are. Mm -hmm. We see who we are through our best friends, our friends who have the friends that don't need anything from us other than more of us. You know, what other relationship in our life doesn't need anything from us (laughs) as women, especially, you know, we... Um, you know, our families are so important and our husbands can be you know, our best friends and all that, but they don't, they can't do that. They cannot be everything. No one person can be everything for everybody. We need a tribe of women, a tribe of friends that can support us throughout our lives. And they, each one of them brings something new and unique to our, um, toolbox, to our, you know, heart that completely fills us up and makes us whole.
0: Yeah, you know, and it's interesting how friendships ebb and flow over the years. I know in my, you know, mid-20s into my mid-30s, all my really good friends started having kids. And that was never something that I really wanted. And it really changes the dynamic of your friendship when, when suddenly they're moms and they're hanging out with other moms and mommy groups. And you don't speak that language when you're not a mom. Right. And so then I kind of felt, I didn't feel abandoned. Like, I know they didn't abandon me, but I just felt like i have lost all these friendships. And I had to go out and find new ones. And it's really interesting because now 20 years have gone by and I'm rekindling those friendships because our kids have grown. Um, And now they're probably going through what you just talked about. Like they don't have friends anymore. Like their kids have grown. So they're no longer interacting with those mommy groups. Um, And so it's been really fun to see those friendships come back full circle.
1: Yeah that is wonderful. They absolutely didn't give up on you in any way. They just became overwhelmed with their mm-hmm. own lives and yep. and the minutia- and the demands on them. And yeah, I can see, you know, I, and I've had friendships that I felt like, wow, what happened there? You know, I was all in and I was still showing up and what and they drifted out because of their own life. And it's mm-hmm. not personal and it's not nobody's fault. Um but that's why we we each become the leader of our own tribe. And each of those people um fit, like I said, fit different needs and the, what your close connections that do take a detour in life and kind of, you don't get to have that regular interaction anymore. And you don't quite have the same interest anymore. Well, they, they still have a place in your heart and they're kind of what I call it, your soul sisters. And you reconnect when you reconnect, you're right back where you were before. Yeah. And you just you you don't uh, lose any ground as you're living your life, but they don't have that close connection of tribe. But as the leader of your own tribe, you need to figure out who do I need to fill me up. Um, You know, maybe for example, my spouse doesn't care for camping that much. I always loved camping. (laughs) I always loved going sleeping under the stars and. And, uh, you know, get sitting around the campfire and drinking some wine and having, um, you know, marshmallows and all that. But he never really liked that. He always just wanted to go to the Broadmoor or something. And I was like, well, that's all right, too. Let's do that. Uh, but over years, I started not doing any of that. Um, so now I have a friend who loves to camp. And so we do that together. And my husband's got like, go have fun. You know, you got to go do you. But you, don't, you can explore different areas of your life. With your different friendships and, you know, have a, a partner in crime in each scenario and it allows you to grow exponentially. So as a leader of your tribe, when you're, when you have, find friends that are, are taking those detours, you know, you just need to, to just be open to look for and create some new connections.
0: hmm and, and, you know, I, my very best friend in the whole world is a gay man. And I really believe every woman needs a good gay man in her life. <laughs> you know, I, they're I so honest with your clothes and like, does this look good? Oh, I don't really like that one. You know, they're, they're beyond honest when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, and you know, it's just such a different perspective too, that, that it, that it brings into that friendship and that circle. Um, And, you know, talking again about my friend and my, one of my good college roommate friends, she lives in Chicago. I live in Minneapolis. And so we don't get to connect that often, but when we do, it's like, no time has passed, right? Like we have to catch up a little bit on what's been happening in our lives, but it is, it's literally like we just sit down and we're right back at college, right? Like, not the maturity level, but just the friendship. Like, it's just, you're right back in that, that space again. And you don't have to make excuses for why you haven't connected over the last year, you know, for now since COVID it's been like two years since I've connected with her, but um, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You just now, when you connect again, you connect and um, that space is just going to be exactly how it was before.
1: Absolutely, and that is where social media is our friend.
0: Yeah, um, in true.
1: where you can actually keep up with her, you know, yep. of, to a certain surface level, you know, in a way, know what's going on, know what the kids are doing or whatnot. Um, and then when you do reconnect, you can go right back to the heart of, of things, and there's not a lot of catching up to do. And and social, and, you know, so I don't give social media a bad rap at all. It has, it certainly has its time and place, and it definitely can help relationships. It's just when some people rely on it and feel like uh, that is their connection to the world, um, mm-hmm. because we all know. Um, I mean, I had my own only post-positive mantra <laughs> for a while, and when people are out there, put, mostly putting out e- either their good stuff or the things that that you don't even want to hear about, right? Uh, people start feeling like, gosh, my life isn't as exciting as this person. Uh And I don't, I don't, you start, you feel like you are kind of an imposter. You don't have, um, you're not showing your real life uh, through social media, just the surface stuff. Um, And people start feeling that shallowness in themselves and feeling who, and and questioning who they are and how they fit in. So you can't, it's, it's a tool only and it's a great one. It's a great way to keep connected and to see what's going on, but you you just need to make sure you keep building and nurturing, you know, I say like two to five or six is kind of the sweet spot of of members of your tribe, best friends um, who just know you, care about you, will show up for you, uh, support you, uh, tell you when you're really screwing up. Also, you know, being able to be honest with you. Um, and relationships that can stand the test of um, conflict. because a lot of times our friends that we go come into conflict with our friends, we're like, uh, not that that's not for me, and you just kind of dismiss that friend because you just don't have the depth to support it. And that's why, Every seven years kind of is the number for a lot of things, but it's also for friendships. A lot of friendships have that cycle as well, but I believe that it can be overcome just like a
0: good marriage and family. Yeah. They kind of have to stick with because you have some history. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and talking about social media and it's really, you know, people, that's their highlight reel. It's the best of what's going on, and you don't always know the struggles. I mean, some people are an open book on on social media, but most are not. You know, they they keep everything else very private, and so it looks like they're cruising through life, and um, in reality, they might be going through some really crummy stuff. And and on the flip side of that, if you are like, for instance, I I had surgery back in April, and um, I got so much love and support you know, through people saw it on Facebook, but then like they texted me or called me, um, to offer support. Um, so, you know, there are, there are some very good benefits to social media and keeping us in touch, but at the same time, um, you know, like especially amongst teens and and younger, uh, the suicide rate is going up over because of social media and that, that overwhelming feeling of having to keep up or be good enough. Um, yeah. and that, that's really kind of scary too.
1: Yeah. You feel like everybody else is connected on in this deeper way and you're just watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and our kids, you know, have grown up with it, don't know any better, you know, right? in a way that that's, this is the life that they live. So we have some teaching to do. And, uh, you know, I definitely, as much as I, you know, my, Sweet spot is talking to to kind of women of a certain age, you know, uh lived a little bit of life and um helping women find themselves again, get back to that place of you know, finding what lights them up and running with it, but also helping girls and women before it all goes wrong <laughs> and uh get them on track to to keep those connections healthy. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and you mentioned earlier the sweet spot is about five, six friends. And I find that really interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I would really have to sit down and think about it. I'm like, I don't know if I have six really good friends, like the people that I can count on for anything. Um, it's probably closer to like three or four, but then, you know, I know so many people, who go on these girls trips and there's like a dozen women go. And I'm like, that just seems awful to me. That doesn't even seem enjoyable to me. Like, that's just like blows my mind to have like 15 women together on a trip and, and like all these differing opinions and on what to do or where to eat, you know? Um, but apparently some people love it. So (laughs) to each their own, right?
1: Right. Yeah. You know, so the sweet spot I'd say anything. So I think every woman needs to have at least two in our tribe. So three people. So I kind of say when three or more gather, we are tribe. So, so three to six is kind of the sweet spot. When you get into the larger girls weekends and I have one, we have a uh, annual girls tr- trip and it's wonderful. My yes. tribe comes and then what we, what I call our kindred clan, which is, so each one of us, it's, it's not like we're a clique. It's not like the right. six of us are clicky to each other. Um, So my other, my five women each have their own five women. I'm one of them you know, they have their own tribe. So I call that. So, yeah. so my sisters in my tribe, so her to her best friends are my kindred clan. So sometimes they'll come along for these weekends and we, we have a it's very, very, a, a no drama rule and a lot of just eating and hanging out and nurturing each other. Um, not a lot of decisions to have to make <laughs> or anything. Um, but it's quite, quite fulfilling you. We find ourselves the, the weekend by, goes by so fast. We filled our tanks with love because you get a kind of love that you don't get um, very often in your life of other people, of other women giving you kind of motherly love. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it it fills a gap so you can back into the world and, and, you know, be the giver that you always
0: were and always wanted to be Mm -hmm. from a full tank. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you're saying like, um it's almost like an extended family, the, the friends, their friends, and then the other friends, It almost becomes like an extended family.
1: Yep. That sure does. It's, it's a friendship network and, and they're all each layer of your friendship target has different, you know, callings and your and the, that kindred clan, the, the friends of friends who become are, are good friendships and I don't want to dismiss them in any way. They just, they're just, uh, they're just mm-hmm. not the ones that you're, you know, <laughs> that don't hear the dark and ugly stuff. And, you know, that it's just, they're just all different and they all support you. And, you, and we really need all the way up to our community and <laughs> this wonderful world that we live in. Uh, we're all connected and we just, you know, we do need to, to um, just see each other as they are and love each other where they are. And, but continued to give, attention to those of our inner core that get that they need to make our calendar. They need to make our, our week, you know, on a weekly basis, we need to have some girlfriend time or tribe time or best friend time, whatever that is, because it is, it's important for us. It's like, it's like going to yoga and then the girlfriend time they, they, we need, we need those things. We need those, those things to, to fill us up. And, um, it makes us better mothers. It makes us better, better spouses, and it makes us better friends and contributors to our own communities. Mm -hmm.
0: And what advice do you have for someone who has maybe moved to a new area and really hasn't met, especially perhaps during the pandemic when there's less options to get out and meet people? Um, You know, what are some suggestions you have on just even how to make some of those new friendships? Well, the first step is definitely you gotta
1: get off the couch. You gotta get out of the social your social media for a little bit. And you gotta get you're not gonna find friends binge watching Netflix. So you gotta got, have to get out into the world and go places where people are. Uh some great options. First of all, I always say, what are you interested in? What do you love? I love yoga. Um, okay, well, find a, a yoga meetup, find some yoga studios, start showing up in a place that you like with something that you're interested in and just keep showing up. You're going to bump into meet people. Uh, you're going to make some new friends and being bonuses. They also are interested in some things that you're interested in. Um, if it's, if it's not something like that, uh, go to meetup.com and find some groups that like to do bike riding, hiking, um, puzzles, (laughs) you know, pottery making, whatever, like, interests that you have that you haven't been able to explore in the past or you have find a group that does that um, th- those are a few things volunteering in the community is a great way just any place that you ch- check out you need to hit it at least three times because sometimes it's, it's kind of scary going into new groups and it, you feel like the, like a, do I fit here especially when you find a group of people who may feel seem like to you, they've been together for a long time and Mm -hmm. you're just this outsider trying to poke in scary. It's, you know, it's, it's scary. So show up at least three times because, you know, it gets easier each time and you're probably not going to make that connection on, on the first try, um, show up a few times and be the hero. Like I like to say in the situation, be the one to introduce yourself um, introduce yourself. And then it's, it's easy. You don't have to be interesting, be interested, <laughs> introduce yourself, and then start asking questions. And people love to, to, I'm not going to say they love talking about themselves, but okay. They kind of do people like right. to, mm-hmm. to share and, true. and to have someone really listen. There are so few good listeners out there anymore. If you ask a question and genuinely interest and listen with interest and give them some feedback, questions about what they're telling you, they are going to love you. (laughs) And, you know, that's the best way to make a friend is just to, to be interested, interested. I think too often we worry about, oh, what am I going to say to make people interested in me? You know, I'm not that, I don't have that much going on, you know? Don't do that because people don't want to be talked at. They would rather, they want to have a conversation and if it's going to go one way, be the listener.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's actually some advice I just learned. Well, not just learned, but was just reaffirmed to be in um, some training I just did recently and how, like, if you're at an event and you're meeting somebody, um, literally ask them about them, like you know, what do you do or whatever? And just let them talk. And you're going to be like their new best friend because you let them talk instead yeah. of going up and saying, hi, I'm Amy and I do this and that and da da da, da, da Um, you make it about them instead of about yes. you. Cause I've met plenty of those people <laughs> that come up and tell you all about them. And you're like, I didn't even ask.
1: <laughs> I know it, it, it's absolutely true. Yeah. And, you know, it just really takes the pressure off, especially, especially if you're moving to a new place and you don't know anybody it takes the pressure off you, you just have to do no yeah. two things. Hi, my name is Brenda. <laughs> tell me about you or, you know, appreciate some genuinely appreciate something about them, um, mm-hmm. their purse or the, their eye makeup or something. You tell that they have beautiful eyes, whatever you gen, be genuine, you know, don't just make something up. But appreciate something about them and ask them about it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I I was a photographer. I had a studio for over twenty years, and one of my um, one of my main things that I wanted to do with every session was to compliment them. And it wasn't hard because, I mean, everybody that comes in has either great hair or beautiful eyes, or you love their outfit. I mean, and and it has to be genuine. Like you said, you have to really mean it. Um, And it's really not hard when you're a photographer and you have people coming in. Um, But that was always my thing, especially with um, photographing high school seniors, because, you know, they come in and I so this, this little story, this little segue stuck out to me. Um, she came in. I didn't know this about her. She thought she was ugly. She didn't think anybody liked her. She was beautiful. And I kept complimenting her in her session and her pictures turned out beautiful. And she came back to me a few years later and told me how I made her feel so beautiful. And that just like really hit me. And I'm like, it's just little things like that that can make somebody's entire year. So you just never know how your words are going to land on someone.
1: That is true. And we don't appreciate often enough, you know, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be just held for when I'm trying to make new friends, but just genuinely appreciating people on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, We just don't know what's going on in their lives and what little piece of encouragement appreciation and love can well it's gonna just spread you know Mm -hmm. if we just do our part it'll spread and make someone's life better
0: well, Brenda, this has been such a great conversation. I want to make sure everyone knows how they can get in touch with you and learn more about what you do. Your website is brendaridgely.com. And again, there's a clickable link in the show notes. Um, so tell us a little bit about what they can find when they visit your website. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the, I have uh, more information
1: about my book, Lady in the Tribe. Um, and, and it it's a uh, kind of a fun read. It's, it's, you know, it's about the woman and her journey through the roles in her life and how over time we can lose ourselves to those and how, how to come back for, from back, from, come back from that by just nurturing friendships and, and creating our circle of friendship. Uh, some more about the book, uh, uh, um, speak. I speak, do speak for women's groups um, and I'm going to be adding to my calendar on an ongoing basis. So there's a, a calendar link there to talk to me about that um, and other things that I might have going on, you know, just, just see see if I'm going to be in your area.
0: Wonderful. Well, Brenda, thank you so much for being here today and sharing this with our listeners.
1: Amy, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. and and just have a great year.
0: Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and please consider leaving a five-star review wherever you are listening to help others on their own wellness journey, discover this podcast. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day and I'll see you all in the next episode.